When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D.com. Redskins Nation, what is up? What is up? Back again. Another episode, Tate and Todd podcast hope everybody's doing great out there how are you doing tay i'm doing good uh, i'm still a little upset about you beating me in the franchise uh <laughs> last week but it's all good it's all it's all <laughs> love. <in> franchise <laughs> it's all it's all love you know got... <laughs> it was a good game it was a good game and so we'll uh hope we'll probably see each other in the super bowl i think yeah i, I hope so because i yeah. definitely need my rematch yeah yeah it'll come for sure <laughs> you'll have time to now you kind of have an idea of what i like to do so <laughs> <laughs> all right so today we are continuing with the roster breakdown we're doing the running backs today now before we do this real quickly there's two things i need to apologize for Two things I said that were incorrect, that I know were incorrect. When I said them, I just wasn't thinking. So, for <laughs> one, I said that Kyler Murray, Cliff Kingsbury were in their first year together. Obviously, I know that's not the case. He was drafted last year. And then I said on multiple occasions that the Panthers last year lost their last nine games. It was eight games. Again, I'm aware of that. Just forgive me. <laughs> so, I'm sure I'll be apologizing for other stuff in the future. But, all right, we cleared the air. I think we're good now. So we are breaking down the running backs today. Seven running backs currently on the roster. Um, I guess you want to just go ahead and, and read off the names real quick. Yes, we got eight from the previous regime, which we'll be hitting first. We got Adrian Peterson, Father Tom, good guy, and good guy to have in the locker room. We got Darius Geis. I remember fans were intrigued with him in the draft a few years back, and hopefully this man can stay healthy. we got Bryce Love, another guy who a lot of fans are talking about, just wanting to know if he's going to be healthy. We have Josh Ferguson, who we don't really know much about here. 
but uh, we'll inform you more about them as we go on through the roster breakdown here with the running backs. And then we have our current staff, uh, which picked these guys. We look at Peyton Barber, which I believe is great competition. We got J.D. McKissick, which is uh, everybody sees him as a third down back. We, some of us remember him from uh, Seattle and being a part of that, uh, that team that made runs deep into the playoffs, and, uh, made big time catches. And we look at the rookie who we believe is uh, 100% sold, 100% going to be on the roster, Antonio Gibson, who a lot of us are having, um, are, are loving right now and uh, can't wait to see. So that's the previous regime, AP, Darius Geis, Bryce Love, Josh Ferguson, and then our current staff who picked up Peyton Barber this offseason, who played with the Buccaneers previously. We got J.D. McKissick, good third down back, and Antonio Gibson. The, the Swiss Army knife from Memphis. Yeah, yeah. And so we kind of, like, like Tay was saying, we kind of broke it down looking at the guys who were here before Ron Rivera and the guys who were here after. Obviously, coaching staffs have a tendency, you know, to kind of favor the guys that they brought in. And right. so they brought in three guys and there's four existing. And so we just thought, we thought it made sense to kind of look at it that way and help us have an idea uh, of how they're viewed I mean, you know, for guys and love, there's obviously guys in the front office who were a part of that. Uh, Kyle Smith and lots of the front office remained intact, but the coaching staff, you know, when it comes to making the decisions of who's on the roster. So I guess we can start with AP, obviously, 26 all day. Uh, guy who has been consistent here for a couple years now was called in only really because of guys injury, you know, when he right. tore his ACL. <laughs> came came out and uh has has played really well for a couple of years more than anything has stayed healthy for a couple of years you know he's played through whatever injuries he's had so when i look at adrian peterson i think having him on this roster for another year makes sense uh, obviously all these guys look up to him you know what running back doesn't i think he's good for the culture you know mm -hmm. he's going to show these guys how to work he's going to work with them and then again he's going to play well for you you know as you need him on the field and so i think he'll be uh, i think he'll be here i think it'd be good to have him here I think ideally you'd have him, you know, splitting time, not as your number one guy. I think you'd have him splitting time, but I think Adrian Peterson is reliable. I think he's a good option to have because he's, he's been the most consistent the past couple of years. Yes. I agree with you on, on Adrian Peterson, Todd. I, I think of uh, 35 years old, um, he was drafted in 2007 and we see this guy who is just a beast. I remember watching him in Minnesota and I think that draft 2007, we passed on him, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, drafted someone else. So obviously at the time, I believe we had Clinton Portis at running back. So we didn't have, really have a need. But I like Adrian Peterson. He's consistent. He is durable. And he's been a big reason why these guys in the locker room are growing, so to say. We think of the Darius guys. I remember the game against Carolina where Darius guys ran the ball about uh, he, he was killing that game and then it got to the goal line and guys had came out for a short breather and uh, Adrian Peterson was like no you know he could have boosted his uh, resume with touchdowns but he told guys to go in there and get it and guys got his first rushing touchdown uh, of the season of his career if I'm not mistaken that game yeah. so Adrian Peterson is a good veteran guy good veteran savvy guy that Ron Rivera, uh, he was at the press conference when he first got hired. So I don't really think you can cut this man unless, obviously, injuries come into play. But I think he's going to be on the team at least for the next year, at least for this year. 
Yeah, and you were right. It was Laurent Landry who we selected one pick before Adrian Peterson in 07. Wow. Yeah, wow. so, I mean, yeah, you know, you know, 2020, <laughs> you know, hindsight, but we had 10 pointers yeah. at the time. But, yeah. yeah, so, I mean, Adrian Peterson, I think that's an easy one to say he, he'd be good to have here. Um, and so, I guess, just moving forward, the guy who really Adrian Peterson was brought in because of uh, injuries that he sustained, Darius Geis. Geis who we know fell to the second round because of, I guess, really concerns really, I guess, about his maturity more than anything. Um, I mean, I think, I think he's made it pretty clear that that doesn't affect his performance or his ability to play. The really only factor with guys is the injuries. And the crazy thing about it is he wasn't an injury prone uh, guy in college, you know? And so it's frustrating because when you watch guys play and the little bit we've seen him play in the league, you can see he's got it. I mean, I think he can be a top five running back in the league when healthy. Uh, and I think he can catch it out the backfield. I think he can pass pro. I think he can do it all. But it's just the injuries, man. And so I think this coaching staff is is not naive to not be able to see his talent. And so right. I think he's getting another shot here this year. This is a make it or break a year for him. And the worst thing that could happen is, again, he gets hurt this year and then – what I can see happening, just no, just being around this organization for so long, is he'll have another, you know, injury sore year, and then mm-hmm. he'll go off somewhere after this year, and he'll stay perfectly healthy for the yeah. rest of his career and be an incredible <laughs> running back. You know, right. that's a very Redskins thing to happen. So I'm hoping that doesn't happen. I'm hoping he stays healthy. <laughs> yeah, DG Darius guys. Um, I like Darius guys' game. I remember him coming out of LSU, and I wanted him bad. I mean, because he was first round talent. Yeah, it was just some character concerns uh, that that they said he had, and um, last year he had 42 attempts, 245 yards, uh, two touchdowns, which were against Carolina, Ron Rivera's team, mm-hmm. and he averaged 5.8 yards a carry. But looking at his stats, not one game did he have more than 10 carries. Yeah, and obviously that that's part of due to to the injury. I guess they wanted to ease him in and um, slow him down a little bit, but. The game against Green Bay, where he had five carries for 42 yards before he got hurt, uh, he was averaging 8.4 yards a pop. And then this is a game right before where he had 10 carries for 129 yards with two touchdowns, a long of 60, and averaged 12.9 yards a carry. Hmm. So he was growing. He, he was finally getting to that groove, but then the yeah. injury comes up. And he also had a reception touchdown against the Jets. Uh, one catch for a 45 yards, and uh, it was a touchdown. That was a screen. So, that was his first, I think, ever, right? That was his first touchdown ever, yeah. So it's it's exciting to see um, as long as we can get this guy healthy and hopefully yeah. with this new training staff that we have, it'll prioritize these guys' health and that they'll be able to be durable. And uh, if, if he can be durable, he has the potential to be a top 10 back in the league. Yeah, definitely. He definitely does. I think I think he's a guy you got to be rooting for more than anybody uh, in this running back room this year, just because you know there's a lot of expectations. So rooting for Darius guys, hoping they can stay healthy. Really, if he's healthy, right. he'll he'll show what he can do. All right. And so I guess from there we'll talk about Bryce Love, another guy who injuries are a factor. Fourth round pick in 2019. So this is only his second year. No one expected him to play last year, so that wasn't an issue. But I mean. We're talking about a guy who in 2018 had over 2,000 yards rushing. 
was averaging over eight yards a carry, had 19 rushing touchdowns. You know the talent is there. The problem is we have not seen it in a while, right? And we have not seen it in the NFL. And then this coaching staff did not draft him. And so my concern with Bryce Love is that he may never get an opportunity here with the Redskins, especially in this abbreviated offseason, right? Right. Which is unfortunate because, of course, he spent a fourth rounder on him, and two, because he's a talented player. Right. I know that J.P. Finley has kind of talked about how there's some concerns maybe that his recovery is not where it should be. I don't know. I don't know where his recovery is. I know that's just something he's talked about. And, um, and so I don't know. I mean, I, I hope that he can make the roster. Maybe if he has to start off on the pup list, I mean, you figure out of these seven guys, obviously at least two, one or two will be cut. And then maybe Bryce loves a pup guy. Other guys may get hurt. So you never know. And if he's healthy, maybe you'll need him. So I'm hoping he can stick around and get on the field so we can watch him play. Yeah, I, I agree with you on Bryce Love. The injuries are a huge concern. But you look at the Cowboys situation where they got Jalen Smith and everybody bashed them for that pick. And similar injury, nerve damage uh, to the knee. And you see how he bounced back. So not all situations like that are bad, but you have a rare occasion where a guy can't come back if he's talented enough. Bryce Love, I think he's fast. He's, he's very fast. I think he was a sprinter from what I've heard. And the guy can just blaze out, just get – if you look at the highlights of Stanford, you'd just be amazed. You'd be surprised of how fast this guy is. Yeah, yeah. And uh, what's, what's intriguing about him is the fact that he's a smart guy too. So I'm pretty sure it won't take him long to pick up this new offense. And I'm sure he's hungry. And I'm sure that uh, he's a very smart guy. I think he said he's a, that he wants to be a doctor even after football uh, ends. So with this situation going on, I'm excited to see the preseason. I'm hoping that we have a preseason because we have a lot of depth this year on the team. And this running back, it's going to be a lot of competition. I'm looking forward to see who's going to, who's going to rise to the top. I don't expect Adrian Peterson to get much carries in the preseason. Yeah. I expect it to be these young guys and the, the, those who the current staff just previously brought in. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I'm excited to see these young guys play. Bryce Love, hoping, hoping we have a preseason, hoping he plays. And so last one brought in uh, from the previous coaches, Josh Ferguson. He was signed to the practice squad end of 2019. Uh, he, was, he was undrafted, uh, signed with the Colts 2016. He's bounced around a bit, Colts, Texans, Patriots, Texans. And then with the Redskins last year, uh, I think he was active for a couple of games, but didn't didn't actually play. He ran a four four eight. Um, yeah, I mean, I I don't I don't know if there's a ton to say. Just a guy you you know you want to watch play in the preseason. I think he has a you know pretty uphill battle to make the roster. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm pretty sure he's probably seventh on the depth chart if there were one. But you know, you're always rooting for guys, so who knows what'll happen? But not not a ton uh, about uh, Josh Ferguson. Yeah, not, not not a lot about Josh Ferguson, but the good thing with the situation is he has a new staff and he has a fresh start. And um, if he impresses his coaching staff, he has an opportunity to stick. So. Yeah, exactly. And so we'll move on to guys that were brought in by the current staff now. That's three guys, uh, Peyton Barber, J.D. McKissick, Antonio Gibson. Well, I guess we can start with Peyton Barber. Uh, this is a guy, undrafted free agent. Buccaneers back in 2016, which is where he's been all of his career up until now. You know, he's had some opportunities. Um, you know, he has 551 uh, career attempts 
almost 2,000 yards rushing. His average is 3.7, which isn't great. But he ran for almost uh, almost 900 yards, close to 1,000 yards a couple years ago. So he's kind of carried the load at some point. He's also, you know, something of a weapon in the backfield. He's capable of, of using his hands to catch the ball, make some plays. So I think this is a guy Ron, you know, is familiar with, played against him for, for four years. So he's seen him. I think it was a depth, a depth signing. He signed a two-year deal. And I'm sure that's the type of deal where, you know, you know, if he was, if he was, if he didn't make the roster where there wouldn't be significant, you know, penalty, but I think he's, I think this is really a, a, a competition hire. You know, I think this is a, let's see him against the AP, the Darius Geist, the whoever else is out there because this guy has been playing. And so he's a physical runner. You know, I like the way he runs. I don't think he's your future, you know, number one guy, but I think he's a guy you may want as your two or three uh, especially with injuries being unpredictable. And I think I think him being in the division that Ron came from definitely plays a factor in this signing. Yeah, I I I, I like Peyton Barber. Uh, he can always uh, from what I've seen him playing against the playing with the with the with the Buccaneers is that he can catch the football. He averaged six point one yards per reception. So like you said, he is a weapon and Ron Rivera is in tune with him and, and his, his capabilities. What I want to see from this is the competition. Like you said, Ron Rivera from every position, if you look at every position, what he did was bring in competition. And I think this is great competition yeah. for Darius Geis. I think it's great competition for Bryce Love because this guy's a veteran, 26 yeah. years old, and he, and he started in the NFL before. So it's not going to be no cakewalk, and I'm sure he's going to be hungry. I mean, it's, like you said, it's a two-year deal. And he's going to be ready to play football. Uh, he doesn't care about injuries from the past regime and, and all this other stuff. All his, I can, I can just see his mindset being, let me just impress this coaching staff. I can catch the football. I can be, uh, I can, I've started in the NFL. I think the highest he's had in a year was at 871 rushing yards. And that was in 2018. And he's, he's going to be a good football player. And I don't necessarily know if, it's going to fit with us. It all depends on the young guys, but he's going to be a good football player in terms of competition for the young guys. And Hey, you know, we've had a problem with injuries and yeah, he probably looked at the opportunity like, Hey, none of these guys besides Adrian Peterson are, <laughs> are known. So yeah. I can come in here and possibly compete for a starring job. So yeah. Peyton Barber, I like him. He can catch the ball out the backfield, not expecting him to do much, but he can be a serviceable guy just in case one of the, one of these two Darius guys from Bryce Love are suffering injuries once again. Yeah, and I mean, I think it would have, it would have been just, you know, short-sighted for this staff to not bring in guys considering the issues we've had at running back, you know, with injuries in the past couple of years. It just made sense to bring in these guys, Peyton Barber, next one, J.D. McKissick, both these guys undrafted free agents who have kind mm -hmm. of, you know, carved out a career for themselves. Mm -hmm. uh, McKissick started with the Seahawks, like you mentioned earlier, undrafted back in 2016, same as, um, same as Barber, and then spent his last season last year with the Lions. Um, he had 34 receptions, 233 yards, had a touchdown. But McKissick's got speed. Uh, he's yes, definitely he got ability to make plays out of the backfield, screen, wheel routes, catching the ball, um, you know, running from the gun. So I think this is a guy 
who Scott Turner anticipates using, um, mm-hmm. you know, as a weapon in the passing game. Let's just look at Christian McCaffrey. He had 116 receptions for 1,005 yards last year as a runner, mm-hmm. which is insane, you know. The year before wow. that, he had 107. And so <laughs> I think having a, a receiving weapon out of the backfield is important for Turner and for his offense. And I think they signed McKissick you know, not knowing how the draft would go. And so, and Gibson is probably going to, you know, play a role in that as well. But McKissick was brought in because you didn't know you'd be getting Gibson. And I think McKissick is a good option. He's made some tough catches. Any run, any, um, any linebacker trying to cover McKissick is not going to happen. Oh man. Oh man. It's not, it's not going to happen. There's evidence of that. Got good burst, good runner. So he may get more opportunities here this year than he's gotten anywhere else. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if he's competing with Gibson. Gibson's making the roster, right? We know that. Yes. A, that's a yeah. foregone conclusion. The question about Gibson is not if he's making it, it's how much he's going to play. And I think a lot of that will come down to both of their ability to, you know, pick up the offense, of course. McKissick being a veteran gives him a bit of a leg up. And then I think a big question, obviously, for both as third down running backs will be pass protection, you know, and right. seeing – you know, so I think in this offseason, McKissick may have a leg up, but I think in Gibson, maybe the long term guy, but McKissick, I think, will get opportunities. And I'm, you know, he's a guy I'm excited to watch him on, on, uh, on the field because he can make some plays with the ball in his hands. Yes, he can. Yes, he can. JD McKissick, he is a guy who I've watched his workout tapes so far this summer, and he has been, he's just fast, he's quick quick twitch shifty and yeah. uh, we think of chris thompson last year yeah, yeah. A, a guy that we we loved we loved but he can never stay healthy he was worried about his durability and obviously this regime didn't pick him up jd mckissick can catch screens i'm not we're not too sure about his his pass blocking but jd mckissick is fast and he's made some tough catches in seattle and even with the Lions, he's he's just shifty. He can move. And I, and I think about the formation that we can use of having a Gibson. I just imagine a formation with just a team breaking the huddle with Darius Geis, with Antonio Gibson, with Jane McKissick, all in the huddle. And just imagining, just imagine what a, what a defensive coordinator is saying. You got three guys, man. Jaden McKissick can catch the football. Antonio Gibson can catch the football. Darius guys can catch the football. And it's like, what are they going to do? You know. Yeah. So, so he's very versatile. He's very versatile, which I like about him because he can run the football. Not only that, he can catch the football. You can split him out wide. You can split Gibson out wide. You can split. It's, it's just so many different ways you can run him on sweeps. It's, it's going to be interesting. I know. I know. Yeah. I know Scott Turner is probably licking his chops right now with the tools he has on his offense. And that's not even, and we'll talk about receivers next week, but if you think about a, a, a Steve Sims, oh man, the sky's the limit for this offense. Yeah. Yeah. McKissick is, I think a guy I'm, I'm, I think that they're excited about who, you know, you talk about Gibson making the roster for sure. And Gibson's the guy, you know, the only one I can say without one, without any doubt with 100% certainty will be on the roster. Obviously at least, three other guys will be that we're, you know, 90 or whatever percent sure of, but McKissick is one I think who's, who's going to be here for sure and be playing a decent amount. And it's always good to have speed on the field. And speaking of speed, last guy in the roster, Antonio Gibson, definitely not the least 
third round pick and the guy really I think I'm most excited to see play from this year Antonio Gibson's got speed he's got power I talked on Twitter about how when I watch him play he kind of reminds me of Alvin Kamara as a weapon running the ball and catching the ball he's a little bigger than Kamara so he's he's a little stronger Kamara is a little quicker I think but just the ability to make plays with the ball in your hands that's kind of what that makes me think of like we like I said earlier Christian McCaffrey had over 100 receptions Antonio Gibson maybe not this year but you know if he can develop into what you're hoping he can be he can be that guy I think who's catching 100 passes out of the backfield or maybe split out wide or bubble screens or whatever it may be but he's just going to be exciting to watch man and so I mean he's this whole group of this whole group Gibson probably guys I think have the most potential to become really really good special players and so I'm excited to watch Gibson play and just hoping he stays healthy and gets in the field I think Scott Turner is excited to use this guy same same Gibson I remember as we told the story before draft night we're just figuring out who we're going to get we wanted Antonio Gandy Golden at that pick we were like we'll just get somebody yeah and it was a lot of good talent there was a lot of tight ends on the board uh, one we yeah. could have gotten, I think, of uh, Adam Troutman, a guy that we that we were looking at at that time. But we, had, I just told, I just told Todd, I said, look, look at Antonio Gibson. Have you seen Antonio Gibson? And he looked at him a little bit, I think, before before the pick, and then after the pick, yeah. we ended up getting him. And it's like, man, I, I literally watched his film the night after after the first round. I was talking to one of my friends who's a Bucks fan. He was like, man, I hope we get this guy. I looked at him and I said, man, this dude is a, this dude can do it all. He can run the football. He can yes. catch the football. And in fact, we thought he was a receiver. Yeah. You know, that's how good he kept, he caught the football. So the fact that we got him, I said, man, oh man, this is, this is going to be a guy who is explosive. He's strong. He's physical. And you look at an AP, a guy who who's physical as well. And that's why I like Adrian Peterson in his locker room is because he can teach these guys, take them under his wing, yeah. show them how to stay healthy. You know, Adrian Peterson has been healthy for the most part besides the year he tore his ACL. But even after that, the year after that, he came right ran for 2,000 yards. So, yeah. yeah. So Antonio Gibson, I love this pick a lot. And he will be the running back for the future, I believe. If guys can't get his act together with health and, you know, social media concerns there, you know, with Ron Rivera not being a, a no-tolerance guy. I just like Antonio Gibson. He's humble. He's uh, he's well-mannered from, from the videos I've seen, the interviews I've seen. And I'm excited. I, I, I think he will be a surprise player. And he won't have to do much this year because you got these other running backs. You got Peterson. You yeah. Got hopefully guys. So he'll have some spot plays here and there. But as years go on, I anticipate him being a three down back um, very soon rather than later. I think a combination of Gibson and Geis, you know, as the future oh of this goodness. team would be incredible. Whew. You know, oh I think that goodness. could be incredible. So Gibson is, he's is exciting. Because he's fast and he's he is. Like, he, just, he is. Ooh, like, His acceleration too, man. Oh my goodness. That man. one, he ran that post route uh, in one game and it was just, he was gone. And so <laughs> that's my big question because I know we drafted him and it was like he's a receiver. Now we know he's a running back. And so my question is, how much do they intend to use him at receiver? I know. And then one other question I have in regards to that is, 
when you're making the roster cuts. I wonder if his, you know, versatility factors into how many you keep at each position. You know, do you keep 10 total between running backs and receivers, him being both kind of. So you're kind of keeping five running backs. You're kind of keeping six receivers. I kind of wonder about that. I guess we'll see how that plays out. That's a good thought. That's a good thought. Yeah. And I'm interested. Maybe he plays special teams as well. Like we, yeah. You know, I'm really excited about Gibson. Yes. Very excited. Really excited about. And and I already told I already told you all about the when we did the draft preview how Scott Turner had plays drawn after the Senior Bowl. Scott Turner had plays drawn up of how and 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 presented it to Ron Rivera and and Kyle Smith and said get this guy this is what I would do with him came up with plays and everything and that's yeah. and I think I, that's why I like Scott Turner is because he's he he looks ahead yeah and and that's why I believe he got the head the head the the the, the job the offensive coordinator job is because he had a plan and he wants to execute it you know how I'm going to use Haskins how I'm going to use these running backs and I, he is a big pickup and I really love Scott Turner and I'm looking forward to see. I, I love the whole coaching staff, as we'll probably get into that later on <laughs> in the yeah. summer. But yeah. man, I, I, I'm just I'm thrilled. And, and Antonio Gibson, he is going to be very special. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely a lot to see from this group this year. I think. I mean, we'll do a roster breakdown. I I think I could see a situation where you have five of these guys on the roster, maybe Love on the pup, and then. And then, like I said, five receivers with Gibson kind of being that sixth. So we'll we'll see, but it'll be it'll be interesting. Maybe five or four. But there's talent at running back. There's definitely talent at running back. And then, you know, going into next year, which uh, you know it's it's tough to predict. I mean, the number one guy in 2021 talking about the draft is Travis Etienne, who was very surprising. He went back this year. I mean, he's he's just fun to watch. I like him, man. Yeah, I really like him. <laughs> if he's if he's healthy throughout this year, which you hope he is, you know, assuming season happens, he's he's a definitely a first round pick. Um, you know, Chuba Hubbard, Oklahoma State, Zamir White, Georgia, a guy that I know I've watched some is Najee Harris out of Alabama, who's another yeah. big uh, kind of, you know kind of um, Derrick Henry type of guy who's just physical, and as, so I mean, I guess you're just kind of glimpsing into the future of guys to watch maybe in the future, but there's a lot of youth here right now. Right. So you just hope that these guys can show you that next year, we don't need to draft anybody earlier because they've, they've invested some stocks, second, second rounder, fourth rounder, third rounder, you know, yeah. in the last uh, three years. So, you know, they just got to put it together, just got to stay healthy. And then, you know, looking at the free agent market next year, which obviously it's extremely early. Guys like Kareem Hunt, Joe Mixon, who you know you would think will go back to Cincinnati. Gurley has a knee injury. I think mm-hmm. Drake was a guy they were kind of maybe looking at this year, but yeah, you know it's pretty it's pretty typical looking at free agency that you're not going to find your you know your guy. You know you're going to find guys Fournette, yeah, Fournette in Jacksonville, Marlon Mack in Indiana. I mean Indianapolis. I mean there's definitely some guys will be available. Brita. Dalvin Cook's getting re-signed, no doubt. Yes, he Kamara's <laughs> getting re-signed. So, you know, you're you're definitely hoping that that these guys, these young guys can step up and that going into 2021, these are the guys who you're going in without a doubt as the guys to, you know, hold down this room. 
we'll see how it happens. We'll see how, how it works out, how it falls in place. But, but there's definitely talent in this running yeah. backs room. Yes, there's definitely is. talent. And a lot of skill and a lot of versatile players. Yeah. For the most part. And um, I just I can't wait. I'm looking forward to the preseason. I, I, I'm I'm the type of guy that watches the whole preseason, Same. first, second, third, fourth. Same. And <laughs> now we finally have some talent, you know, at every position. And I kind of feel bad for Jay because I think Ron Rivera inherited a pretty close to finished team with I would say one more draft, one more good draft, and I think this team will be. Oh, man, I. I and I, I think this team will be very scary, very very scary. Yeah, yeah, they've had some good drafts these last couple of years, you know. So, I mean, yeah, it's got to make it work. Got to make it work. Keep drafting well, sign some guys. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, I think Rivera Rivera himself admitted he thinks you know he could turn this team around faster than he originally thought. Yeah, yeah. he said faster than I thought. So, we'll see what happens. But uh, definitely exciting, uh, exciting times coming in the future, hopefully. For sure. Um, congratulations again to the winner of our Chase Young jersey sweepstakes, Sarah, um, at Love2Rain, L-U-V, number two, R-E-I-N on Twitter. So congratulations to her. Um, I know her and her husband, they, do, they work a lot of giveaways on Twitter. And so wow. I think well-deserving, obviously huge fans of the team. So. We'll be excited yeah, yeah. to get her that jersey as soon as he signs his contract and they start shipping right. the jerseys out. You know, <laughs> that's the only reason that it has. You know, it's not there yet. But so we'll, you know, I think we're looking to do that sometime in the future. I think we pretty much said McLaurin's jersey will be next whenever whenever that happens. So, yes, definitely keep an eye out for that. But uh, other than that, I think that's all I've got. Do you have anything to add? I don't think. I don't think, uh, besides the few things we saw this week and Quentin Dunbar, yeah, uh, the trade, everybody likes the trade now, <laughs> conveniently. <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh, after we complain, but uh, I, I feel sorry for Dunbar, but I don't know. He talked so much trash afterwards, so yeah, it's, it's it, like he, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I have to be but, honest. If I could just for one quick moment say I really don't understand what the issue was with Quentin Dunbar. <laughs> I really don't understand. It seems like he – okay, the coaching staff came in. He said, I don't know them. They don't know me. Okay. And then he said he wanted more money for his last year of his contract. And then he said, okay, well, if you're not going to give me more money, then I want to be traded to a team that wants me. And then he said, it's nice to be on a team, the Seahawks, that want me. And I'm just trying to figure out how – okay, so you went to the Seahawks. That's the team where they don't know you. You don't know them, okay? You went to the Seahawks, a team that's not giving you more money on your last contract. <laughs> I don't understand. And, yeah, and I, I mean, <laughs> you, you say you want to feel wanted. Okay, the Redskins, they didn't cut you. You were going to nope. play. You were going to have a chance to continue starting. Right. Is that not being wanted? Exactly. I don't. I really don't understand the whole Quentin Dunbar thing, and asking for more money going into your last year. I mean, what did you expect? That doesn't. Yeah. He didn't even. It seems like he didn't even ask for a contract extension. Right. He just asked for more money on his last year. I'm just confused, man. I'm confused, Tay. I don't get that one. <laughs> I, I don't get it either. I, I really don't get it. Uh, maybe something going on. Maybe. I don't know maybe that, there's more we don't know. Yeah. But, 
I, it's, I don't remember hearing about stuff like that. I, a contract extension almost makes sense. But again, Rivera has stood firm that he's yeah. not extending anybody. You know, right. this year is everyone's right. year. Right. Besides, besides, uh, Brandon Sheriff, obviously. Yeah, obviously. He's, he's, yes. He's a known, you know. Of course, of course. But the Dunbar thing, asking for more money, want to feel wanted. They don't know me. I don't know them. And then everything he talked about here is the same in Seattle. Only Seattle's a better team, but he didn't know he was going to get yeah. traded to Seattle. Exactly. He could have exactly. ended up anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that one, that one's confusing to me, but. That, that is very confusing. Very but confusing. It, maybe we, I mean, it may have turned out that he was getting. You never know, but he might have ended up getting released depending on how all this goes now. Right, right. You know, and so fifth rounder, I'll take yeah. that. Yeah, um, I'll take it too. We end up getting someone good from it. I'm assuming. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, I guess those were our closing thoughts pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> it just froze a little bit, but I think we're good. Um, so yeah, uh, that's pretty much it. I'd you know, I'd, I'd be surprised if someone made it to the end. But if you did, thank you. You deserve thank credit. Thank you, yes. You definitely deserve credit. Please let us know if you made it to the end. Please. Yeah. I, and I don't know how long it is. We'll see. We're aiming for 30 <laughs> minutes. So we will find out soon. We'll find out soon. <laughs> but thank you for listening again. This is Todd. And this is Tay. Thank you again for all for listening. And thank you again. Congratulations to sarah for winning our first ever jersey giveaway of chase young i'm sure she'll enjoy it and we look forward to having maybe her or her husband on the show soon just to yeah. talk skin yeah yeah it feels good it feels good it's a lot of fun giving stuff away like that it's really it's a it's fun to do it's a good feeling so definitely got to keep that going so yeah thank you for listening we'll see you around mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.